Welcome to the Digging the Greats podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Shaw, and my guest today is LaDerek Berry. He's a musician and producer who's worked with artists like Alicia Keys, 112, and currently plays keys for Ms. Lauren Hill. We talk all about his career, how he started, what it's like playing with someone as legendary as Ms. Hill, as well as some of the specifics of how often they rehearse and how many people are in their current touring band. Spoiler, the answer to both questions is a lot. Let's get right into it. Here's my conversation with LaDerek Perry. Uh, I, I got a list of your credits uh, that I, that I want to move through, um, but let's Sweet. start with um, what you're doing right now because I know you're like in between legs of tour legs with Lauren Hill. Yes, sir. So actually, uh, we 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 started a. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a tour. I would more so call it a run. Okay, gotcha. Like we're doing maybe like two shows a week. Uh, we started this in the top of May, and uh, the last show is next week in New Orleans. So right. it's been like a, a good two month run happening. Yeah, but it's been sweet, man. Um, between that, I'm I'm still doing live arrangements. I I was able to arrange uh, for this artist named Shadow Blow. And DR, he did a performance on the Latin Music Awards maybe two weeks ago. Okay. And he blew it away, man. Yeah. That performance was amazing. And between that, I've been doing um, some TV spot dates with this artist named Tusi. Oh, yes. I've seen that on your on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We just did a Good Morning America Monday, this past Monday. And then we did Fallon maybe a month ago yeah so he's he's been he's been having a really good run yeah so hopefully that turns into some other things and yeah yeah takes the band on tour because he's going on tour but i don't think he's having a band for this tour but maybe the next tour will be on that one gotcha nice so you're busy right now then yeah very busy man between that i'm, I'm a father as well so my wife me and my wife just had a baby maybe Three months ago. Oh, so yeah. between yeah. all that, a new baby. Then we already had a kid, so yeah. <clears throat> it's a it's, everything is all happening at the same time. But I love it. It's it's a blessing, you know. I'm able to work and still come home and be with my family, and yeah, you know, it's amazing, bro. Absolutely. It's amazing. Um, how did you? Let's let's start with Lauren stuff, and then uh, I know you got a, a extensive uh, production, and then and then live uh, artists you worked with. Um, yes, sir. Get to all of that as well. Um, but let's start with Lauren. Uh, how did you get involved with with her camp? So crazy thing. This is a crazy story, actually. So uh, maybe four or five years ago, I was playing at <clears throat> I was playing a tribute to Mario Mario Winings. Okay. They uh, they just did a tribute of all the music he wrote. And I was a part of the band, so, um, and this was at a small spot in Brooklyn, yeah, called Milk Milk River. It was a small lounge called Milk River. Maybe it seats a hundred people tops. But her musical director was there that night, yeah. And he came up to me after the show, was like, "Dude, I'm your biggest fan." I'm like, "What? You're crazy, bro!" I, I, all I did was play parts that night. Dude. I was playing. <laughs> The parts of the song, I didn't do a solo, I didn't do a crazy riff, lines, yeah. or anything. I just played the parts. But he was like, "That what you did tonight is so rare in Brooklyn mm. because everybody wants to just showcase 
their their ability and lines and craziness, but you play parts, and that's what impressed me. Yeah, yeah. So that later on led to him calling me to fill in for a rehearsal hmm. for Miss Hill, maybe a year later. And since then, it's been. I was only supposed to be doing the rehearsals, and then she ended up putting me on the show. Yeah. And then I just kept getting called back for everything, and then it just turned into a, a family situation. And now we've been here maybe three three or four years now. Oh, very cool. Going very strong with Miss Hill. That's awesome. Um, yes, yeah, sir. What is it like uh, working with her? Because, I mean, like I just saw you guys did the, the Roots picnic. And I saw yes, sir. a clip. I don't know if it was from the actual show or it looked like it was like an after party where it was, um, she did Killing Me Softly. Uh, and she was talking oh, yeah. before, but then she went right into the the line. And it's like, just immediately, you're like, there she is. That's Absolutely. Yeah, that was the after show. One of the band members, um, Dan, he has um, a situation called... The shed, some I don't know. I don't know the exact name of it, but he has he puts on events, you know. Um, and she came through to the event and blew it up, like literally. I'm like, Dan, you're the man, first of all, because <laughs> she, Miss Hill, doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, I want y'all to understand like how huge that was. Like, yeah, after a show, she goes back to her room and she, you know, decompresses. But <clears throat> for that show, she actually came out to his event. And, and and made it a huge a huge mark and it was just amazing man yeah. she just she killed it that night yeah that's awesome at the show and at the after party too yes yeah that's amazing um i was looking up your youtube um and you have yes, a bunch of videos uh up there um with a bunch of different artists you worked with um but yes, what sir. i think is so interesting about them and so valuable uh especially for other musicians is it's like your i mean the cameras are on you but it's very much yes, like your point of view because uh, we can see you playing and so it's it's valuable not only to be able to like see your hands and what you're playing and it's got you unbelievable but then also there's <laughs> the, what some people don't realize which is the talk back and the click happening so yes sir like it's uh a specific look into what it's like performing in that environment, not only with uh, someone as big as Ms. Hill, but also in a situation yes, that is, is that level of production. Um, so absolutely um, incredible uh, stuff on your YouTube. Um, I'm definitely thank you, man, to that. So people can, can check it out. But um, yeah, uh, when you're, when you're performing with her, uh, what, like, what are some of your favorite moments either in a show or like in a song? Uh, does, does anything stick out to you? as uh, uh, favorite musical moments working with her? Well, just in general, I grew up listening to her music. So every song I hear, you know, every song I play is a, is a song I knew yeah. as a child. So it's always, it's always a moment of bringing me back to, dude, you play for Lauren Hill right now. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm cool with her, you know, so I, I see her all the time, but, in those moments, I'm playing these songs. I'm like, at, at five years old, I was listening to this on the radio. Like, yeah, yeah. So a lot of the songs we play just bring me back to those moments of just a very humbling moment of like, just look at where you are, man. Like, that's a blessing. 
Yeah. Like all of her music just brings me back to those times when I was younger. Or hear you know, hearing um Struggling My Pain with his fingers. That's that's a classic, you know. All these songs are classics and to be able to play them live with her is just amazing. Yeah. Or she'll call my like uh um Oh yeah, um, struggling my pain with his fingers. That song specifically, I play lead roles on that. I so saw this top, on your YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's so she calls me out literally. She said, "Let's go, Ladarius." And just, I mean, that's just amazing. That's just an amazing feeling just to hear her call me out. Yeah, each show and be like, "Let's do it." Yeah, that's, like let's get it. Yeah, that's so that's amazing. That song specifically is is a fun song. Yeah, I yeah, I love yeah. all of the. Um, like the reharm stuff, because like, I was just watching your your YouTube uh, and yes, sir. song specific. I think you were in Brazil. Um, yeah, incredible. In- Thank uh, you, man. It's, like it's so tasty. It's amazing, and, and Thank it, you, man. it enhances the whole thing and makes it like you know the songs that you know, like you're saying, the songs you know and love. It like brings new life into them. It's it's right. amazing. Um, I, about a lot of the, I mean. I don't mean to cut you off. No, a lot of those arrangements are hers. Okay, she's yeah. she's the she's the she's the genius, man. She 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 knows music on a different level. Yeah, and so she's like, I know that's the core, but what else could you do? Like, add something in, there, add a ninth in it. She's she's with it. Like she's she's with the she's with it all. So yeah. she's like. You know, make it make it bright, make it beautiful. Yeah, so, that's that's amazing. a lot of those arrangements come from her. That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's that's amazing to also because I mean, you know, having worked with a lot of high level artists, that it's not always that way, and it's a, a, a very often like a separation between the artist and the band, and you like maybe don't even talk, but it sounds like oh, yeah. the exact opposite. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's no, she's very, she's very much involved, very much involved in everything. Nice to the voicings, to the extra tension cores in there. She wants to hear it all. Yeah, so she knows she'll be like, "That's too bland. Add attention in it, or mm-hmm. that's too much. Take away the tension." You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. She she's very much involved in all of that. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, I know yes, at the at the Roots Picnic too, there was a mini Fuji's reunion. Um, yeah man that's incredible um we've been we've been waiting for that to happen for a long time because yeah. we literally we planned the tour maybe two years ago it was two years ago we had a tour planned and for you know obvious reasons it, it you know didn't happen yeah some situations were at play so we couldn't make it happen officially but just to see them back on stage together Man, that was amazing, and that's probably that might be the last time we see all three of them together. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, you know, that's that's amazing, though. That's so cool to be part of that that moment. I mean, that's like like you're yeah. with like you know growing up on the music, but then and then she's calling you out. But this is like another version of that. That's another right, another level. That's crazy. And and she didn't know. She knew we knew Clef would be there, but we didn't know Pros was coming. Oh, okay. So he was a he was a legit surprise. Like we didn't know that he was coming at all. Yeah. We had mics prepared for you know, Clef. He he was in sound check and everything. But Prod coming was a legit surprise. Like that's amazing. We had no clue. Yeah. Um. What does because you and I have talked uh, previously about rehearsal stuff. Uh. So what does yes, sir. 
preparation and it sounded very thorough for sure. And then what mm-hmm. you're saying with, um, with her knowing what she wants. Um, yeah. I'm just curious, like in prepping for, I don't know if maybe if you haven't started rehearsals for this yet, but like the, the run that you're on now, like what does preparation uh, look like for that? Cause I know on, on a level that high, like, and especially right. her, like preparation is, is the name of the game. Oh, preparation has to be because on the fly, she can pull out a thought. She, like right now we're doing, we're only doing miseducation because it's the 25th anniversary. Yeah. But she might pull out a Fuji song. Strong yeah. my pain with his fingers is a Fuji song. Yeah. Um, but a lot of songs that she's mainly known for is our Fuji songs. Yeah. So she might pull one of those out at a show. So you never know. Yeah. You never know. Um, preparation for Miss Hill. We rehearse year round. Mm. Let me just put that out there. We're rehearsing every at least three to four days a week all year. Wow. Even if there's nothing, Literally. nothing on the calendar. Even if there's nothing on the calendar, we're rehearsing, um, we're tightening something up, or we're working on new music. Yeah, that's honestly we rehearse year round. So, because uh, she wants it to be, she doesn't want she wants to feel to be like we've been playing the show for years. Well, so even if we have a show, so say we have a show in September, we'll start rehearsing in June. Wow. Just to be so tight, yeah. That it's it's we're not even thinking when we're playing the show, you know. Yeah, it's just all energy and and positive. She's heavy on the energy and and bringing positive vibes to the audience. Um, to where she even studies what chords bring positive vibes to audiences. So oh, wow. we'll include those chords into a song specifically. Wow. You know? Like uh, yeah, she's she's. I have to ask, what is uh, an example of that chord? I'm I'm very curious now. So she we um we she did a study on ninths minor ninths, and uh-huh. she she found out that a minor ninth is a positive chord. It brings a, a, it brings a feeling. It brings a vibe. It brings t- energy. So. A minor, she'll be like putting a minor knife in there. And wow. it's a joke we say now because she'll she'll tell us to throw a minor knife over every chord. You know, <laughs> we'll be like Miss Hill, that doesn't work, okay? But you know, she'd be like, no, let me hear it anyway. I want to hear what it sounds like. Then she'd be yeah. like, oh no, that's terrible. So you're right, you're right, that doesn't work. But to the point where we'll include these chords specifically for certain songs because we want a certain energy to happen for that song. So she's very, she's very much into giving an amazing show to each audience. And she doesn't want to play the same show at all. Yeah. Like she'll change something. She'll be like, I'll put this on here and put this on here because she doesn't want to give the same show off to every audience. She wants each audience to have a tailor made show for them. That's, that's, Amazing. I mean, that's that's hard to do, which is why you have to rehearse so much. Yes, or or that's the benefit of rehearsing so much is that you can do this. But, I mean, that's incredible for the audience that it's a unique experience every time. But then also, I'm sure for you, uh, you get to actually use your musical brain 
and not just be like, okay, here's the here's the thing again, here's this thing. But you're like on your right. toes a little bit, like where's this gonna go? And then Seriously. Yeah, all, all your years of training you get to actually use. Absolutely, man. And um uh, uh it's 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 definitely an amazing man. Uh we have six keyboard players, bro. So Okay, so I was going to ask you about this because I was looking at Instagram <laughs> and like, I'm, you know, you're, you're like, hey, Mexico City was amazing. And it's like a little a pan across and uh-huh. all I see is keyboards. And yes. I, I'm like, I see like four in your station, but then there's like another station with another four. And so you said six keyboard players? Six. There are six right now, currently. What is the... We what, just did it. How? How? <laughs> I I wouldn't put it out there. I hate it, but <laughs> we somehow make it work. I don't know how we make it work, but we somehow make it work. Um, it it pretty much goes like this. All right, when I first came in, it was just me and Jules. Jules is her musical director, and um. She wanted to do some more sound designing happening. Yeah. So we brought in a guy named Dan. He he designed sounds with uh, Yamaha. Um, and oh, so like cut, entirely custom sounds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He uh, he uh, actually does yeah. sound design for the montage and a lot of those keyboards that you hear. That's him doing a lot of sound design. For oh, okay, so we're not tweaking existing keyboards. It's sounds that have literally never been heard before. Yeah, we're starting at zero. We're starting at oh. we're, we're starting at a, a sign, and then we're going to beyond. So yeah. we brought him in to do that, and he started adding to the show. He started adding some parts to the show, and she was like, "Okay, Dan, I see you." <laughs> He's adding so my on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's three. It's three now, and so <laughs> he couldn't make a rehearsal, so he brought in a guy to fill in for him. And then this guy, Sam, started doing some stuff and adding to the show too. So <laughs> it was like, okay. And so we got we got to rehearsal. Dan was there and Sam was still there. <laughs> so I'm like, um Okay, that's four. It's four now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then I couldn't do a rehearsal. And so when I came back from whatever I was doing. I came back, and the guy who was filling in for me was still there. <laughs> and so there was five. And then uh, Dan left for a little bit. I think he had to do a tour or something. And his fill-in filled in, and Dan came back. That's And there were six. And somehow it works. That's amazing. It, it somehow works, man. We It's, it's like... <laughs> the Lauren Hill uh, Orchestra now, <laughs> the keyboard orchestra, symphony orchestra, and then symphony orchestra. Because yeah, like look at your Instagram; it's just like a sea of keyboards. Yeah. So you got like what four in your setup? I have four, and I use them all literally. Does, ma- does do she make sure we're- another five keyboard players also have four keyboards? They all have at least two or three. The backline must be just through the roof. Keyboard. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sound check. Hap, hap, first of all, we have to sound check the day before a show. Wow, we have to because just just get, just getting inputs alone 
Just yeah. more, may, maybe like 200, 200 inputs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, if you're running and stereo on all those keyboards. Stereo, stereo on everything. And then there's a horn section, an eight-piece horn section. Eight-piece? So yeah, oh, yeah. for the rest of the band. Oh, it's, it's full. I'm telling you, we're the orchestra right now. I'm telling you. Uh, it's it's six keyboard players, a guitarist, a bassist, a drummer, a percussionist, a full uh, a full string section. So maybe ten people on strings, uh, eight people on horns, three backgrounds, uh, hype mics, hype hype uh, guys. It's it's a full in depth situation. That's insane. And is is that? Did yeah. Every one of those people you just mentioned come to rehearsal, like strings and horns and everything. Absolutely. They have to. Oh my gosh, that's insane. They have to. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they, but they, they, we bring strings in closer to the shows. Yeah. So okay. year round, they're not rehearsing, but gotcha. But closer to the shows, yeah. Yeah, that's, and it's, it's they're not on every show, but. Right now, they're doing every show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. You, you, you do <laughs> it's it. a lot. Do it up. It's big. definitely a lot. That's wild. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot of sound coming at people. It's just a lot of stuff. Oh, I, I, try to, I try to get out of parts all the time. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to do something right here. You know? <laughs> I could just dance. Yeah, <laughs> I could just dance, you know, do some do some moves, but I don't need to play right here. Yeah, wow, that's that's wild. I love that. Yeah, she's pulling out all the stops like that. Yeah, and, and taking it so seriously. Absolutely. Now, because I mean, <clears throat> uh, the the common criticism is like you know she's got the one album. And she got the food, mm. like never did a, a follow up album, but right. it feels like, like I said, you know, as soon as she starts singing, like you're like you're right back to it, and she's got it. But then, if she's surrounded by this unbelievable show, yeah, that's yeah, you sir. can't. That's amazing. That's it's that's its own uh, proof that she still got it. That's yeah. No, she. The mute, I'm a, I'll just say this: She never stopped writing. She never stopped recording, and she never stopped writing. That's that's awesome, though, and I'm so happy to hear that because it feels like a similar thing, like with D'Angelo with Voodoo, because he didn't have yes. thing for a long time after, and then right. uh, Black Messiah was worth the wait. Uh, it Absolutely. Feels like could do a similar thing and especially if she's like been working this whole time and is not like you know trying to dust stuff off but if she's like top form then that's going to be absolutely incredible music that i feel like yes, sir. uh the world needs right now like the music industry needs and the world needs we've we're saying the same exact thing we say to her um, well, let me ask you about, uh, let's go like all the way back. Um, so yes, you sir. started playing uh, music at a young age, uh, yes. four, four or five, somewhere in there. Four years old. Yeah. I started playing drums in church at four. Yeah. Uh, 
I know people say that, but it was the I was the main drummer at four. I wasn't just playing offering. I was the I was, it was a very yeah yeah. I, I was a I was the main drummer, and I was it was a very small church though. It was maybe thirty members, but mm. <clears throat> the thirty members needed a drummer, so yeah. I was the drummer. Yeah. Uh, the the pastor of that church actually played drums as well, but he couldn't play and preach at the same time, so he would like. He just said, you go ahead and do it. And I was okay, I guess. I was good enough to, you know, hold it down. And then I got started getting better. And then around 10 years old, um, I got into keys. Yeah. Um, And then around 15, I got into bass. And then, you know, started adding on some other instruments like guitar. I'm not too fluent on guitar. I, I mean... To a guitar player, they would be like, "Oh, you don't know how to play." But <laughs> I can, I can track. You know, I can, I can do what I need to do on the on the track. Yeah, if I need to. You That's know. how I feel about guitar players playing bass. They'll they'll be like, "Yeah, uh, yeah I can play bass." I'm like, "No, you can't." It's no, different. you know the notes, <laughs> but you don't have the feel. You need yeah. a feel. It's for, a different. You need a feel for bass. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then you went to uh, Berkeley College of Music. Yes, sir. Very cool. Yes, sir. Um, how was how was that experience? Berkeley was amazing, man. Um, the year I came in was actually a pretty crazy year for Berkeley. I came in uh, 2008, and my class was Darian Javon, Derek Cobbs, Brandon Macklin, uh, Dwayne Johnson, who you know as, um, what's his name, Mono Neon. Oh, Mono yeah. Neon was in my class. Yeah, uh, Josh uh-huh. Tyson. I, my, our class was crazy. Like that, we we came in super heavy. So that is crazy. Is that? Yeah. It was. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It was. It was a fun time. We had a lot of sheds, and uh, uh, we made some things happen. We made history at, at Berkeley. Yeah. No one. No one. Um, usually, they wouldn't let students do the commencement cer- um, ceremonies but the the next the year after we started they they started to allow us to do the ceremonies and we did a michael jackson tribute we did um brandy versus beyonce we we just started doing all these shows and then that created a trend and now i'm, I'm sure they're still doing stuff like that there now but yeah prior to us being there it wasn't happening that's awesome that's great. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, let's talk about um, some of your uh, production work. So I see from uh, stuff online, um, and feel free to add to this, but Rick yes, Ross, her, uh, Christina DeBarge. Um, yes, sir. Uh, can you tell me about your production work, either you know how some of that happened or how you got into production or any other um, stories kind of around the some of the artists that is mentioned. Absolutely. So um at Berkeley, um I met well I didn't meet them. They were my friends prior to Berkeley. Uh we literally grew up together. But at at Berkeley we all decided, listen, you produce, I produce, you produce, let's all just come together and just make a, a trifecta of amazing producers. So we we started a group called the Chemistry producers and um from there we were able to sign a deal maybe a year after we started mm. 
So we maybe signed our first deal in 2010. Okay. To um, Sony. It was a major deal. Um, and we upstreamed a lot of artists. Uh, an artist named Misa, an artist named um, Rock Dolo, uh, Angelica. It was a whole bunch of artists that we, we upstreamed that, you know, we wanted to put out there. Yeah. It was easy for us to get placements, but we really wanted to put our own sound out. And the only way to do that is to push an artist. Yeah. You know, Definitely. otherwise you have to compromise and do what's out. Yeah. What's, what's happening at the time. So we were able to do that. And, uh, from Sony, we went to Capitol and then we left Capitol and went back to Sony and ended up in a deal. Uh, but, uh, we were able to, do so much we did sync licensing commercials uh um so so we did a lot actually man yeah. we, we we did a lot uh not so many placements with artists but we we did a lot of commercial sync licensing stuff like uh music and and commercials and tv yeah you know that that the average person wouldn't even think of, but yeah, but it's us. That can be very, very lucrative. Um, very, yeah, I very. Know, I know a lot of people that that's their main thing is is placement stuff. Um, Absolutely, man. And yeah, that's and, and and honestly, too, coming from uh, live performance myself, that's mm-hmm. been my primary thing. Uh, I know so many other live people that are like. I'm trying to get into placement stuff. Like, right. Yeah. They want that, that placement money. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. It's, 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 it's the way out for, for a lot of people, you know, yeah. you work one time and you get paid for it residually, you know, yeah. if it's the right commercial yes. or if it's the right movie or it's the right placement or it's the right artist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of live stuff, I mean, you've worked with uh, Ms. Hill, uh, Alicia Keys, Tyga, Doja Cat, Pusha T, Future, The yes, Weeknd. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, so we've talked about uh, Ms. Hill, uh, Alicia Keys. What, um, what was your involvement with Alicia Keys? So Alicia, that was, first of all, that was an amazing event. It was a private event that we played. And um, I was a part of the band that they put together. Her her musical director put together a band, and he specifically called me for the situation. And we played the party, and I was just amazed. We played a whole show. We played her entire show. Yeah. Uh, she did a full performance, and I was very young. I was maybe... I had to be like 20, 20 or 19. I was young. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was just excited to be there, man. Yeah. And to get to meet her and to work with alongside them. It was an amazing situation. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Um, of some of the artists that I mentioned, uh, Tyga, Doja Cat, Push the Teeth, Future the Weekend, Tonight, yes, Boots, Boogie with a Hoodie, Cardi B, 112, Donnie McClurkin, Ty Trivet. Like, does, Absolutely. Any, does anything stick out that you're like, oh, I gotta? I mean, because we could, we could be here all day going through stories, right? Something <laughs> stick out for like, oh, I got a, I got a good story about that with with any um, of the artists or with, with something else here that you've worked with. 
stick out in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, um, whatever you're most comfortable with sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say 112 sticks out to me. Mm. 112. Uh, huge, I was a huge fan of 112, man. Yeah. And how that even started, uh, I was playing for Q Parker at the time. Q Parker uh, is the original member of 112, and he was doing the solo situation. So I was his keyboardist for that. <clears throat> and he they he knew 112 had a couple shows coming up. So this is what happened. He called us to play for 112. And Darren, one of the members of 112, is a keyboardist. Uh-huh. So he came in ready to judge us. So he was like... <laughs> He was. He came into the rehearsal ready to judge us. He was like, "I want to see what y'all got. I want to see what y'all got because I don't know about this." Yeah. He was looking at Q. Q was like, "Trust me, man. My guys are good." He was like, "All right, we're gonna see. We're gonna see." Yeah. So we played the first song of the set. And they all had their arms folded uh-huh. at the top of it. <laughs> By the end of it, they was like, "Woo!" <laughs> they was all going crazy. Yeah. And so just to gain their respect, based off of musicianship only yeah like that was just a huge accomplishment for us yeah um and we were we were we were excited to play that show because we all loved the music so yeah it was literally nostalgic like being able to play stuff we grew up listening to and it was just amazing man that 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 was a good run with them yeah we did we did maybe like six shows with them but okay it was it was a fun time yeah, that's awesome. Uh, tell me about some of the stuff that you do uh, online, because I know you got a uh, an online presence for sure. Uh, between, yes, sir. Between YouTube, uh, Instagram, I mean, I also see you post not only like I was saying the um, live performance stuff, but then you've also mm-hmm. got a lot of like good advice stuff for uh, yes. musicians. Um, so uh, tell me about that and like what all you do uh, online with with your your music and your encouragement and all that. Absolutely. So mainly I just want to, you know, help people, man. Honestly, uh, what, what good is it to showcase how good you are if you're not helping anybody? Yeah. Um, so mainly I had to put the videos out there of me playing to get their attention. Yeah. Right. Now that I have their attention, I want to help. Yeah. You know, I'm in these positions, I'm in these situations and a lot of people don't hear the backstory behind it, or they don't hear what it takes to get there, or they don't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't have any any uh, answers to the questions that they already have. Yeah. So I try to just think of stuff that people would possibly want to know, or I'll I'll post on my Instagram story. What do you guys want to hear about, or what are some situations? that you need help with and I'll try to find some talking points on it. And, you know, I'll record and post some videos of me talking about that or, or if it's production, if it's live, if it's just motivation in general, um, I try to be a part of that, that community. Yeah. It's, it's really to motivate, honestly. Um, me playing, was just to get their attention, honestly. Yeah, yeah, and and then now yeah. that you're here. Let's talk. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely.
absolutely. That's great. Now, now that you saw this video, maybe check this video out where you can learn how to start a business or 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 you can learn how to become a touring musician. Yeah. Or play in church or what it takes to play in church or what it takes to be a musical director. Yeah. What it takes to uh, uh do anything, you know, in the in the music industry. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be helpful. Yeah, a lot of that stuff there's no place to go to like learn that. Um, right. And so, and uh, yeah, absolutely. And I noticed that that was a, a void online. So I'm like, what, what could be a niche? Like what, what can be my go-to online that I could literally spearhead and make a lane for. Yeah. And that, that was something I, I, I realized and I, I've been lazy the last couple of months. I just had a baby. I just yeah, I've been on tour. So yeah, it's yeah. a lot happening. But I trust me. I, I've been writing down so many thoughts. I just have to shoot the video. Yeah. Once I shoot the videos, I'm good. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna throw them up. But yeah, that's it's awesome. been a lot happening lately. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of, I mean, if you could pass some wisdom on to younger musicians who might see this uh, or kind of look up to you. Uh, yes, what, what would you want to pass on? Mainly, I would I would say uh, know what you want, mm. know what you want to do. Um, coming into this blindly can lead to you doing anything. Yeah, and, and uh, if you don't have a certain standard of of what you want to do or know where you want to go, you can you can very easily get misled and put in the wrong place or in the wrong situation. Yes. And I, uh, yeah. regret what you did. Yeah. <laughs> I can attest so, to that for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Know what you want to do. And, and once you know what you want to do, focus on that and stick with it. Yeah. You know, that can help you go a long way. Yeah. Cause kind of no matter what, like you're going to be working for a while towards whatever yeah. the thing is. And it's going to feel absolutely. Like, it's going to feel like you're, not making much progress, but that's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> Absolutely. With anything, yeah. not even just music with life in general. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, Derek Perry, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting. Uh, I appreciate the, the wisdom, uh, the, all of the behind the scenes stuff, um, all of your work. So thank you so much for, uh, sitting down and talking and, um, Thank you for having me, man. It was truly amazing. Brandon, you're doing amazing work, bro. <laughs> you're doing amazing work. So I'm just happy to be a part. Thank you. Happy to be a part. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, whatever app you're listening to this in, go ahead and click subscribe. You'll never miss an episode. And these interviews sort of line up with the videos I'm releasing on the Digging the Greats YouTube. So it's kind of like an advanced study, like you're digging even deeper. For now, go listen to some miseducation, and I'll see you in the next episode.